הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שדברנו לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכני עפר הקדוש משעבר ארץ המה. ובבחד רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסודו נא מנחנו במקור חוכמה רבנו נחנו נפגע עם שמחה. נא נחנו אנחנו נאום הזוכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל יסכנה מן. Lesson 93 in Sichot Aran. We're going to do only half of it. It's a longer one, God willing. Um, we'll finish it in the next uh, podcast. But we'll start it off and we're going to see some incredible inyanim here. Speaking about the greatness of the Tamit Chacham or the Tzadik, we're going to begin to delve into the task of what he has to do to be able to make things understandable for us. And of course, Rabbeinu hints to this in Lesson 30 of Likut Moran, that the main idea of trying to search for the Tzadik is that you should search for a Tzadik. A Rebbe who is big enough that he could take the highest concept, the Sechel um, Gadol, Sechel Elyon, a very, uh, a very great wisdom and a very great intellect and bring it down to a Sechel Tachton, a lower wisdom, a lower intellect that makes it understandable for people who are at a lower level. This is the main thing. And of course, the bigger the Tzaddik, the more ability he has to do so, the greater he can ascend and the lower he can bring down that Torah. And of course, this is the most important thing that a person, Rabbeinu says, should search. This, of course, when you're going to, whenever you're a sick person, you don't want to put your hands in the life of a surgeon or someone who's not fitting to do that job, that task. You want to go to someone who knows how to heal you. Of course, you want to go to someone who's the best in their field. You want to go to the best doctor. Of course, when your life's at risk, you're willing to do anything for that. God forbid, right? But you have to go to the best one. And Rabbeinu says the same is true of the tzaddik. That you must search for the biggest tzaddik because the bigger the tzaddik, the greater he can, uh, the, the more he can accomplish and bring something lofty and bring it down to the level where someone low can understand. So a person shouldn't say to himself, as Rabbeinu teaches in Lesson 30 of Likut Moran, a person shouldn't say to himself, oh, it's enough, I have someone who's, uh, who's upright and righteous as a teacher. And he doesn't, he doesn't need to be a big tzaddik because he's teaching me good things anyway and he's much better than me. Rabbeinu is saying, no, because you need someone much, much better than you. To the level of which is not understandable to bring you to an even higher place. Because of course, the bigger the tzaddik you attach yourself to, the greater you can ascend. And uh, this siman, or this lesson in Sichot Aran, was said during the, at the night of the Brit Yitzchak, the night before the Brit Milah of Rabbeinu's son, uh, Yaakov, that it was said during, uh, yeah, on that, uh, on that occasion, the Brit Yitzchak, when a certain person came to Rabbeinu and bring him fish for the Seudah tomorrow, um, for the Seudah of the Brit Milah, which would be the following day, Rabbeinu gave this lesson after that. And it's a very deep inyan. We're going to see here, we're just going to touch the surface. Dano, and we know that anytime Rabbeinu says Dano, it's coming from the world of Atzilut, coming from the highest world. Um, the world of, um, what do you call it? Of nearness to Hashem. It's the, it's the world closest to Hashem. Of course, there's many other worlds before that, but it's the first world we discuss essentially in the Kabbalah because above that, it's, not be, it's beyond our grasp. It's in the absence of Keter, the crown which we do not have permission to speak about. No, that there's a light which, sign, which shines in a thousand worlds. And this light, a simple person cannot perceive, it cannot accept this light. A simple person cannot receive this light because it's too big, it's too great. You need a very wise person that can divide the thousands into hundreds. Essentially we said this light shines in a thousand worlds. A thousand worlds. But we need someone who's able to, to apportion this light, to make it more understandable, essentially to, to 
cut this light in different pieces so that we can take one at a time. Of course, this is um, also on the subject of Lesson 30, um, which is directly connected to the Sinyan of um, bringing you around to the intended subject, which the Tzaddik knows how to bring you piece by piece to make you understand the big picture. But Rabbeinu says you need a Chacham, a, a really awesome scholar, wise man, Tamit Chacham, a Tzaddik, who is able to uh, portion this light from a thousand into a hundred to minimize it into piece by piece. Meaning that he can divide this light into small portions. Sorry, into small portions. So that those who are at a low spiritual level can accept this light little by little, because that's the main thing. Each and every person, this is a, one of the most important things in the Kabbalah to understand. When we talk about the Kabbalah, we talk about kelim vessels. Each and every person has a vessel which he can contain a certain amount. Of course, this is the secret of how the world was created. There were certain lights that could only, uh, what do you call it? There was uh, vessels at the beginning of time. These are the sfirot. And the sfirot could only contain a certain amount of light. These divine attributes can only contain a certain amount of light. For example, you fill a vessel. Um, you have a cup that fits, uh, what do you call it? That fits 30 ounces of water, right? If you try to fit 35, it won't fit. It can only fit 30. Essentially, you put too much light the vessel won't be able to contain, there's going to be spillage, there's going to be shattering. That's the same thing that happened at the beginning. Everything we're talking about in the world with regard to each and every person is all about kelim. The, the main thing is to build each, that each and every individual sees to himself that he builds his kli, his vessel, so that he can contain more and more light. So of course, the main thing is to go little by little because little by little you, you progress according to how much you can contain in your vessel. If you try to take too much at once, you can shatter your own vessel. You can go off very, very... in a. In you can try to absorb a lot of Torah, but they can go in a very bad way. It's like the secret of uh, what Moshe Rabbeinu did by trying to bring the Erev Rav uh, too soon to the Jewish people. Of course, the Erev Rav is known that at the end of time, Mashiach is going to bring them. Moshe Rabbeinu thought it was his time to bring the Erev Rav, these souls, to Bnei Israel, to Am Israel. And of course, it was too soon because there's a timing and placing place for everything. The vessel can only contain so much. So the Tzaddik... He knows how to divide this light into small portions so that the small people can accept this light gradually, little by little. Because of course, to each and every person and their vessel. For example, um, let's bring this parable. When a person wants to give a certain lesson, right? He gives an idea or a big lesson. But because it's so big, it's so complex, it's impossible to receive from it because it's there's no way of understanding it. Because you cannot accept half the, half the lesson. You can only accept the entirety of the lesson or else it doesn't make sense. But, but when you divide the lesson, this idea, this subject, into many different subjects, smaller subjects that make sense in a certain um, structure, in a way that can make it uh, graspable by other people, then it becomes understandable. Then it becomes attainable. The same is true of this light which can shine in a thousand worlds. And this is just one perception. That light is one perception. It's one idea. It's one lesson. And we know with one lesson, it's impossible to understand half of the lesson. You have to understand the entire thing. You can only understand the entire concept as a whole, not as a part. Because it's one simple light. 
And look at this, the description of the Tamid Chacham we're talking about here. That this Tamid Chacham, this scholar, this tzaddik needs to be what? Nokem Venoter, he needs to be vengeful and vindictive. And only a tzaddik, a Tamid Chacham, who's vengeful and vindictive, as we're going to discuss a little bit more, he can, only he can divide a thousand into hundreds. Meaning to divide this light into ways that can be um, grasped by others, section by section. Meaning to divide this light section by section in order to accept that light. And yes, we talked about above, you can only accept the entire section as a whole. But the tzaddik knows how to divide the section piece by piece so that at the end of it, you get the entire section, you go to the intended subject by the end of all the introductions. And this idea that we just mentioned, that the Tamid Chacham, who needs to, who is able to divide this thousand, this light of a thousand into hundreds, that he needs to be vengeful and vindictive, we're going to explain right now. Why is it that the Tamid Chacham needs to have these, this description, he needs to have these qualities of, of uh, being vengeful and vindictive? It says in the verse, in Mishle, Chapter 17, verse 9. One who harps on something. Essentially one who, who constantly, he, he remains on a certain piece. He constantly repeats a certain thing over and over annoyingly. He separates a prince. Now this thing is, this verse is a little complicated. Because there's a lot of words here that are very vague. What does Rashi explain? What does it mean? Veshone can mean he changes something, he changes his word, but... Look at Rashi says, meaning one who what? One who, who's vengeful and vindictive. That he's constantly repeating and taking, um, talking about something, sorry, in an annoying way. He's constantly repeating something in an annoying fashion, in a pestering way um, that his friend did to him. He's constantly bringing it up to him, etc. Through this, he separates a prince, but what's a prince? He separates the, the officer, the prince of the world, which is God. This is the way Rashi explained. But the Tamid Chacham, he, he specifically needs to have these qualities of being vengeful and vindictive. Even though we said above that it's not a good thing, essentially, but the Tamid Chacham uses it for good. In the Gemara Yomah, page 22b, Kol Tamid Chacham any Tamid Chacham, any scholar who isn't vengeful and vindictive, finishes off over there, that he has to be vengeful and vindictive like a snake. And if he's not, then he's no scholar, he's no Tamid Chacham. But the way we explain the verse that we mentioned above, in Mishle, in Proverbs, is as uh, follows. That the Tamid Chacham, who is vengeful and vindictive, he's able to divide this light from a thousand into a hundred. And this is what it means when it says in the verse He harps on something He, he remains and pesters on the same idea over and over He's pestering you about the same idea Meaning that what? Is one who is what? Who is vengeful and vindictive Who creates a separation of a prince Meaning what are the uh, Meaning that what? He separates aluf What's aluf? 
that he separates umchalek alafim aluf comes from word elef a thousand. He separates mafrid umafrid. He separates aluf elef. He separates a thousand into hundreds, as we mentioned. So now we see how the verse makes total sense. What Rashi says is the quality of someone who is vengeful and vindictive. And one who is vengeful and vindictive, like the Tamid Chacham, who mafrid aluf, he separates elef, a thousand into hundred. If you find, if you see a Tamid Chacham who's vengeful and vindictive, bind him around your waist. Tie him around your waist. In the end, you'll benefit from his teachings, from his studies. Because by the fact that he's vengeful and vindictive, meaning he by the fact that he has those qualities, he can divide thousands into hundreds, meaning what? He can take a very big light and bring it into small portions so that we can understand it. And through this we can benefit from his teaching and to receive from him. Because without this, it's impossible to accept the great light that we mentioned above. But the reason... The understanding behind this subject, meaning the reason why a vengeful and addictive person has the qualities who enables him, um, has, um, that these qualities of being vengeful and addictive is what enables a, a tamid chacham to divide this light. What has to do with one another? Meaning why is dividing this great light dependent on being vengeful and addictive? This secret is uh, this is extremely, extremely profound and deep. And of course, Chabalim doesn't use that language very often. Um, but of course, this is something very, very deep. So um, that's it for today. Ba'uch Hashem, it's um, a very deep subject. We'll finish off the Inyan in the next podcast. But of course, this is something incredible that Bezat Hashem should we have uh, that we should have the merit to um, to attach ourselves to a tzaddik, especially like Chabenu who Rabenu said um, that he was jealous of his students, that he wished he had a teacher like him, essentially. And it's crazy to say something like this, but when you bring such a high Torah, like the Zohar, or like the, like the writings of the Arizal, the deepest secrets of the Gemara and the Kabbalah stories that nobody has been able to understand and to expound upon, and to uh, reveal the deepest secrets behind. And when you're able to take these things and bring it down to practical advice, there's nothing bigger than this. And we see that Rabbeinu did this more than anyone. Rabbeinu brought the Torah, the highest sodot, into the lowest place. And of course, the Mashiach will continue to do so. And he'll be, he will be the final one. And Baruch um, Hashem, that we merited such a high Torah. Um, look through Likut and Look even higher than the Sipur Masyot. Look how Rabbeinu can take the secrets of the, the Zohar, of the writings of the, of, of the secrets of Etzrayim, the creation of the world, and bring it into stories called Sipur Masyot. There's nothing, uh, this Torah is so high, it has to be brought down to stories. And we see that the lower a Torah goes, the more, um, the lower it goes, the, the more practical it becomes, the greater it is, of course. Especially when you're talking about great secrets like that, that Rabbeinu had um, revealed. So, Baruch Hashem, for a tzaddik de Rabbeinu, in his merit, may we be able to apply the advice that he gives us. And of course, of all the other true tzaddikim, and uh, Bizrat Hashem, to draw close to Hashem through that advice.